0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Empowerment with Elizabeth. Today, I am here with my sweet new friend, Callie, and she is going to talk to us about her dance journey and dancing with Minnesota. So Callie, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, uh, hi, my name is Callie. I'm originally from Egan, Minnesota. I now live on campus at the University of Minnesota. I am a biology major in the College of Biological Sciences. I'm on the pre-med track to hopefully become an orthopedic surgeon one day. That's what I'm interested in at the moment. chemistry is my favorite subject. Outside from dance, I love music. I've been playing the guitar and drums for like five years now. I was in a band for a bit of time. Other than that, I love movies, Greta Gerwig, A24, but...
0: (laughs) I love it. She does it all. She does it all. Also, you're actually delusional that your favorite subject is chemistry. I was pretty mad too, and chemistry was quite literally the bane of my existence so I don't (laughs) relate um (laughs) but talk to us about your dance journey you know where did you start what did you start with doing is there a specific style and then how did it get you to where you are now
1: I started dance when I was three years old at my local studio it was called studio four in Burnsville Minnesota uh I was there for 11 years so I definitely grew up there second home type of regular studio dancer story I did tap jazz ballet hip-hop Points, all the stuff, and that's really the place that my heart fell in love with dance. And then once I reached high school, I had the opportunity to become part of the Larkin family at Larkin Dance Studio in Maplewood, Minnesota, and that's where I really started honing in and getting serious about dance. And I was able to, and fortunate enough to take a lot of cool opportunities there, traveling for competitions, conventions performances and really networking with a lot of great choreographers and other studios and peers and from there on joined the University of Minnesota dance team and then also in college I picked up ballroom dancing as well which has been really fun to keep pushing myself in new genres.
0: That's so fun that's like my thing um that I want to do when I'm like 40 something and have that's kids like that's what, what I want my hobby know. to be.
1: Exactly.
0: Yes, I love that. Um, Okay, so talk about why Minnesota, you know, why Minnesota over XYZ dance team? Um, How did you know that this was the school for you?
1: Well, for me, as a studio dancer, I was looking more initially at like moving out to LA and pursuing commercial dance or doing concert dance in New York, some type of um, conservatory or company I was hoping to go to. But then I realized that I was in this midway point of do I want to pick like a career of these different subjects that I'm interested in and like have a degree or do I want to go directly into that? And I was kind of torn because I felt like I had to pick one or the other, which I'm passionate about both. So I struggled with that for a while. And then I realized that college dance team is this whole universe of its own that for me was very foreign as a studio dancer, didn't do high school dance team, didn't do all star, any of that. And so I started learning about it. And ironically, my whole family at some point in their education has gone to the University of Minnesota. My dad's actually a professor here at the dental school. So definitely the U of M was already up there for schools that I was hoping to go to. They have great programs here for pre-med track. And I was already very excited about it. But then I found out how big of a legacy the University of Minnesota dance team has. And that's when that just kind of like really sold it. I mean, you go through the history of it, all of my peers and my teachers, people who cared about me, they sat me down, went through the whole history with me. And from like the very moment of watching some of the first videos, you can just see how they bring innovation every single year. And it's very much a pivotal position in dance to be able to do that year after year. And so I wanted to be a part of something that like, I knew I could be a part of the program and leave. have dance as a whole better than I came into it. And I think that's something that you can do on the University of Minnesota dance team. So just the unbeatable legacy, I mean, and the way that they always strive to like keep growing is something that I could see and that I wanted to be a part of.
0: Yeah, I love that. And, you know, you guys do recruitment based auditions. So talk about, you know, how you prepped for that. How did you get noticed? Go through kind of like the process of um, auditioning, even though it's not a technical audition.
1: So I am a part of the first official full recruitment class. So that's a pretty big deal. But back at that time, it was a relatively new thing about the recruitment process. And so knowing that, and again, coming from a more studio background where I simply didn't know that all this collegiate dance was occurring, that wasn't really what I was focused on. And so when I started looking into colleges, like senior year fall, right, I go and I look at the U of M their recruitment deadline submission already passed. I'm like, are you kidding me? What? I I need to get on this right now. And so luckily I have the support of my studio owner, Michelle Larkin, and she really helped me get connected connected to Amanda Gaines. And then it kind of looked like a more typical recruitment process from that aspect, as in you can see my performances as part of my studio routines, my solos, videos, and I got in connection with her. And that's more how I built it rather than like a whole spreadsheet, send me your audition video, which was pretty nice because I think it was more relationship oriented. Mm -hmm. I think that you can figure out a dancer's abilities or how coachable they are within a matter of minutes. But Mm -hmm. like to figure out that like, they're the right person for you and, and you're the right person for them. I mean, that's something that takes a bit more time. So I'd say that that was something that I had to focus on more throughout the recruitment process, but yeah, it was pretty cool. (laughs) love it.
0: I love it. And talk about, you know, the most difficult part about being a collegiate dancer.
1: Oh, the most difficult part. I would say, Most difficult, but one thing that I'm very most thankful for is the scheduling. I think it actually has benefited me mental health-wise, academic performance-wise, and as a dancer, when you get into your 20s, and a lot of the time, I like to say I want to train like I'm 10 years old again, because the age where you are just so eager to get everything in, and you throw everything out there, and I think that our schedule, a part of this program, and all collegiate dancers, it's just... You wake up, you go to lift at 6 in the morning, you have your 8 a.m. class right after that, you do your classes all day, you go to dance at night, you have to stay on a routine, you have to stay on top of all this stuff. But because of that schedule that's enforced and made for you, you get everything done that you need to get done. And you have the largest support system possible. There's obviously academic tutors that you can reach out to all the time. Our coaches are very accommodating of everything that we have going on in our life. And so I like that, although it is a schedule to take on and to manage, everybody is there supporting you with that.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And then on the opposite side, what is your favorite part about being a collegiate dancer?
1: My favorite part about being a collegiate dancer is that I just keep getting to be inspired and improving in different zones of dance. I think that's the one thing that's helped me out as a dancer in life is that I don't feel like I've ever been the best dancer in the room but I feel like I've been up there and I love to then be in a challenging environment that keeps pulling the best out of me and since I've been trained in so many different genres of dance my whole life it's so fun because I never I never get to settle and so then I'm always improving and like when I joined the dance team I didn't own a turner I took my first palm choreo day in a sock because I was a contemporary dancer. I mean, that, that's what I had to my name. And so when I came here, everybody took me under their wing. And then I, I got to learn so much. And I just keep growing in so many areas of dance that I could have never imagined myself being in. So I love being challenged in that way. But it's very much a growth mindset, which is probably the best thing, especially when you're getting so old, and it can be so easy to settle once you've been doing this for 15 years.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that I grew up in studio too and had no idea about UDA and that whole world in yeah. Texas and no. it's not big in Texas at all so um that's so funny that you brought up the sock exactly. I, I really felt seen with that one because <laughs> it's just like they work like okay, exactly but that's so I why I lost
1: like yeah I love to <laughs> encourage studio dancers to like pursue college dance team because it's not as talked about in the studio realm of like opportunities after high school
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. And our final question, if you could give one piece of advice to a girl auditioning for a collegiate team this upcoming year, what would it be? Uh,
1: If I had to pick one piece of advice, I would say that I think it's far too easy to take a list of required skills or to look at old team videos or to teach yourself a palm combo for the first time and try to record it and keep thinking like, What do they want me to be like, what exactly do I need to be on this team that they're looking for? And I think it can be so similar with collegiate dance where it's so in uniformity and clean thinking like the Rockettes that we're only looking for a certain height, we're looking for a certain look everybody has to have the same style and the same like qualities that we're looking for so that everything is crisp and we just perfectly lay together and work. But that's not the case at all on this team. We are all completely different dancers from completely different backgrounds. And that is sincerely what makes us so great. So I would say, don't look at the sheet and think that I have to become this. I have to be a Turner. I have to have tricks. This has to be my number one thing. Definitely just show who you are as a dancer and honestly lead with what makes you different because that that is what stands out. We, we don't want a team of all the same dancers. I know that can like mess with people's heads because they're like, oh, everybody needs to be so like uniform and look all the same. But that doesn't mean that we need to be the same. We work countless and countless practice hours so that we look alike on stage. We're all coming from different places. So I think it's more important to be coachable at that point. But yeah, I would just say, be be exactly who you are and show what makes you different. I mean, for me, that was contemporary floor work when other people, maybe they can do 13 turns. But for me, I think I have benefited from having a different background of dance than a lot of my peers. And again, that's what keeps me passionate to this day because I'm still working on getting more than five turns. You know, it's something that keeps you inspired every day for sure. So I would definitely say for recruits, if you're looking to put your best foot forward, just share what you have that's different than everybody else.
0: Absolutely. And you are a great example of that. <laughs> well,
1: thank you so much,
0: Callie, for coming on and giving that's us great, your advice Callie. and your background and just some of your your dance journey and your experience. Thank you. Of course. And I'll see the rest of you guys on our next episode. Bye, y'all.